without any uh, obstruction. Uh, the whole, one of the reasons I started this, uh, whatever convention of late night majlis, uh, was at least as a, a recording that's put online that people now ask me about um, throughout the years, are you going to do it again? And I, I guess I'll, I'll do it again, but the point is, that, you know, one of the reasons I used to do this is because I missed this from the khanqah that we uh, had uh, back in Lahore when the Shaykh Rahimullah Ta'ala was still alive. And it's not uh, like a kind of a unique experience. This, this type of things have been going on throughout the history of our civilization for, uh, you know, all of its, uh, for all of its existence. But this time after the Salat al-Taraweeh is a very special time. It's a time people feel inside of their hearts a little bit of openness. Uh, going to Taraweeh is sometimes hard. Uh, you know, level 7 awliya people who are like, you know, the ibadah is like the air that they breathe and the food that they eat. And, uh, you know, for them that's something different, but it's a little bit uh, removed from what my experiences as kind of, uh, um, you know, kind of one of the urchin at, urchins at the bottom of the food chain. That a person becomes lazy and they think in their head, how am I going to fast for the entire month? And they think in their head, how am I going to pray Taraweeh? To the point where the thought crosses one's mind, even on the way to Taraweeh. But people have apprehension. Some people do, some people don't. Some people, pious people like you, uh, uh, ladies and gentlemen, mashallah, don't. But some people have apprehension, some people don't. But nobody leaves the Salat of Taraweeh with the apprehension. I even know non-Muslims that feel like they'll stand for Taraweeh. They have no idea what's going on and they don't believe in any of it. But they have, oh wow, it's like just this wonderful feeling. Why? There's a number of reasons for that. But this is a special time. This is a time that, uh, you know, when you sit in the company of, uh, of pious and righteous people, people who make it their uh, life's goal to tread the path toward Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, um, it's, it's a time where there's some good effect. Uh, of words, so it's a good time to hear a good word that will uh, put a good effect in somebody's heart. I don't know how I can explain these things to people. Uh, we live in a time and a place where, like, the purpose of the masajid seems to be like fundraising. It seems to be politics. It seems to be basketball. It seems to be basically everything except for ibadah. And someone's like, "What is basketball haram?" I'm like, "That's not. That's not what I'm talking about." But it seems to be there for everything except for Allah Ta'ala's ibadah. So this is a dream come true that we have a place that this is here for ibadah. It's not here for bayan. It's not here for talking. I don't mind if people leave and don't listen to the bayan. But it would hurt my feelings if people didn't actually want to read the taraweeh. And a couple of people who have this uh, sentiment in their heart uh, are uh, for me like a jannah on earth. That a person is not in the struggle alone. So that being said, mashallah, this is the inaugural Majlis for tonight, uh, and so I remind myself and I remind others that the first bab of any book of Tasawwuf, just like the first bab of many books of Fiqh, is what it's Tahara. In the Maliki school, it's not. The Malikis have to be different. So it's usually the the Oqat of the Salawat, like the the signs that the prayer enters in with, and there's a logic to that as well. But right after that, even in the Maliki books, it's Tahara, right? Why? Because in Allah Allah Ta'ala doesn't, indeed He doesn't accept prayer without purification and He doesn't accept uh, the money of charity that's uh, obtained through ill-gotten means. Uh, so just like that, 
uh, a person is entering this Mubarak month of Ramadan, the barakat and rahmat of Allah Ta'ala are showering on the creation in this time. And people are receiving more reward for the same things that they used to do from before. And the people are receiving madad to do those things that they didn't used to receive from before. The prerequisite of all of it being acceptable is tawbah. That people should repent to the Lord. And, you know, the beautiful ayat of uh, the Book of Allah Ta'ala, we read in the first, uh, in the first Sipara today, the, uh, um, the story of Sayyidina Adam alayhi salam, our father, and his uh, being deposed from Jannah for a short period of time. Uh, Mulana Ilyas uh, from Makkah Mukarramah, Rohingya refugee, he mentioned this, mashallah. You guys, you guys met him in Makkah Mukarramah ever? Inshallah, when you go, he'll like meet you. Like He'll be more excited to meet you than you will to meet him. He's like that kind of guy. Great person, mashallah. Even though he's a, a scholar of the first rate and just a, a gentleman and, and a great man, mashallah. Uh, been making service of the uh, of the pilgrims uh, to the house of Allah Ta'ala for, for decades. So he mentioned when he was giving the tour of, uh, of uh, Arafat that this is the place where uh, our father and our mother met after being deposed from paradise. And he said, don't blame, uh, don't blame Sayyidina Adam alayhi salam for his mistake. The fact that it was possible means it was just a matter of time for it to happen. And so he said that some riwayat in the tafsir is 200,000 years it took for him to make one mistake. It's an inhuman amount of time, mashallah. If that's not isma, then nobody lives that long. So it's, you know, in terms of significant figures, for those of you like taking chemistry before, that means that's basically isma. That's not, that's, 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 at, the, at that point you're just playing the numbers. That, فَتَلَقَى آدَمُ مِنْ رَبِّهِ كَلِمَاتٍ فَتَابَ عَلَيْهِ uh, 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 that Allah, uh, he, our father Sayyidina Adam alayhi salam, he, uh, he just put out some words uh, 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 and Allah Taala accepted his tawbah, Allah Ta'ala accepted his repentance. So it's like really easy. But the problem is if you don't do it, none of this works, none of this means anything. Your prayers don't mean anything. Your salat doesn't mean anything. Your recitation doesn't mean anything. Until a person makes tawbah to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, which is the tawbah of like complete surrender. That everything, whatever it is, I don't hold any, any, anything in my heart that, that in any way, shape, or form attempts to justify uh, what it is that I did. Now, if we were to make that type of tawbah or surrender to another person, a person will abuse us for it. So don't do that by, by any means. Don't, don't do that. Don't do it to your enemies. Don't do it to your friends. Don't do it to your spouse who's sometimes like your enemies, sometimes like your friend. Don't do it to any, any person. And so we have the habit of not doing it. Why? Because intuitively know, we know if you were to submit like that or if you were to uh, uh, admit like that completely, you know, full guilty verdict admission. You're not even going to get a plea bargain at that point. You're just going to get sent to the slammer by the person. They're going to hold it against you. You're never, you're, you're, you're never going to live it down. But with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you know, you have no chance of doing anything anyway. The only, the only way out of the mess that we're in is what is to admit your guilt to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because he, that's the only way you get the forgiveness in his court. 
And so all of this, it's going to be a complete waste of time unless a person makes the toba, the toba of a person who thinks they're going to die in the next minute, the toba of a person who thinks that their, their ship is going to sink in the next minute, the toba of a person who, uh, uh, you know, regrets uh, anything and everything that they know and that they don't know, that they did on purpose or that, that they were coerced to or, or that was a sin or not even a sin. Some things you don't do, they're, they're not a sin, but, you know, it's not Allah Ta'ala, it's not worthy that Allah Subh'anaHu Wa Ta'ala should behave that way with him. A person does something, like they look left or right, you know, in their ruku, you know, when they're making ruku. Allah Ta'ala deserves that you don't look right, left and right in your ruku. It's not technically a sin in that sense. You should feel inside of your heart that Allah Ta'ala deserves something better. He made, my, uh, he made me, He gave me the gift of my eyes, He gave me the gifts of all of these things. He deserves that we should use them properly. He doesn't ask us to be praying constantly, right? You have like five prayers. Okay, Taraweeh is really long. Got stuck with some Desi Mulana. He's making his do 20, mashallah. You know, whereas like the, the, the you know, there's a masjid, not going to mention ethnicities or whatever, but like, you know, they may be praying like less and stuff, right? But uh, um, still, like, still most of the day you're doing other stuff, right? Uh, Allah Ta'ala, you know, you owe him better. That's kind of, that's kind of what, what, the, what that feeling is. And the more a person does it, the more Allah Ta'ala loves them and the more they, uh, that they benefit and the more that Allah Ta'ala forgives them and without it, none of this, uh, none of this uh, is going to count for anything. So this thing that people try to justify stuff that they did, that wasn't great. So Allah knows what's in my heart. Really, it's true. It's factually correct, right? Allah knows what's in my heart. That should scare people a lot. <laughs> That's like a really scary thought. A person should be like, to take pause and be like, okay, this is not good. Like, like, this is not looking good for me. The only way out is through that. So inshallah, whoever hasn't done it, mashallah, you're pious people. You're praying your taraweeh on the first night. Uh, uh, you know, so you probably, you, you do that every day in every uh, moment of your being. But who, whoever hasn't uh, done it yet or feels like they could do a better job at it, uh, this is the time to do it so that, uh, you know, we, we benefit from what's ahead of us. Rather than uh, um, rather than being deprived, and uh, that's exactly what the deprivation, the description of the deprivation of a person who does good deeds uh, of spiritual import without having repented to the Lord for their sins, is like a person who prays uh, a salat and hasn't made wudu uh, from before. There's no, it's not going to go anywhere. It's dead on arrival. No matter how nice you make it, no matter how much uh, you know effort you put into it no matter how proud of yourself are you you are of yourself for doing it. It's not gonna go anywhere. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give all of us tawfiq wa sallallahu ta'ala wa sallam Sayyidina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in.